I am Daniel Hughes, and welcome to Music 101. Music 101 is all the music that I like. My top five music of the week, my top ten music of the month, and a lot more. And today, I have my special guest, no other than Miss Angie. Hello, Daniel. How are you today? Fabulous! Another day, another week for us, right? That's right, and I'm honored to be here. Thank you very much. And what are we gonna talk about today? Well, you know, we were going through the happy to be Canadian and what great music Canadians have concept for a while, but um, I requested that we do a podcast on Elton John this week. Coming to Vancouver. Yes. And I'm going to see him, and I thought maybe it would be a good idea to enlighten a few musical minds about some of his his better work. So Elton John is one of your idolized singer? Yes, ever since I was young. I remember when I was four, about 13 or 14, I was madly in love with him. Of course, I had no idea that he would have no interest in <laughs> other than the fact that i mean besides the fact that i was a like 13 year old girl but the the girl is the hardest part and thank god he wasn't interested in 13 year old girls so. <laughs> thank god he's not interested to you yeah. <laughs> what age do you find out that he's not interested to you um i think i was i had a kind of a feeling by the time i hit about 16. <laughs> You madly in love with the voice of Sir Elton John. Yes, and I had a thing for guys with with bad hairlines. <laughs> my first husband had like receding hairline, and and even at thirteen, fourteen, I thought Elton John was just the cutest thing going. Yes, the voice is so phenomenal, right? Oh, not just the voice; the piano playing is mm. fabulous as well. True. So do you know how to play piano? Yes. Yes, I do. And I have to thank Elton John for that. He came over and gave me a couple lessons. <laughs> no, no, um, I hadn't always like, after I started to mature and I started listening to different, like heavier rock and stuff, but my older sisters listened to him a lot. So I had a lot of exposure to Elton John and his albums and which ones uh, were coming out in what order. And, uh, but until I started to play piano, which was about 10 years ago, I didn't realize how much fun his stuff was to play and how I, I'm sort of a, a daring chance taker. Like I'm a risker, you know, and, and going from being able to play Froggy Win a Courtin, which was my best tune, to playing um, something like Love Lies Bleeding by Elton John was a huge undertaking, but I accomplished it. And I have to thank him for it because he never makes music boring. Yes, true. So you went to um, school to uh, study how to play piano or you by yourself? I did it by myself. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. And, and a little bit of uh, YouTube. Quite a bit of YouTube, actually. Mostly YouTube. It was all YouTube. What am I saying? <laughs> YouTube and Elton John. Oh, 
inspiring right? yes yeah, very very prolific writer well he's a music writer and his his partner composer yeah yeah as a composer his his partner it's always been elton john and bernie toppin bernie toppin mm -hmm. he met in um i think it was this 68 yes or around about there and from a, an advertisement in the newspaper that they both happened to have responded to in a trade magazine. And um, that's what got Elton going because he, he didn't write lyrics as well as he would have liked, but he could write music beautifully and he sang. Yes. So he teamed up with um, Bernie Toppin and he likes to stay in the shadows somewhat, Bernie. But, but all okay. the lyrics you can attribute to Bernie Toppin. Oh, okay. Partner. In Elton's married to somebody else. But, and Bernie is, I don't know if he's married. I know he was married to this. He was, he's not gay. <laughs> Elton is. Um, <laughs> and if you've, anybody's ever seen the Elton John story that came out not too long ago. Yeah. Um, I guess that they, Elton thought that it might be a, romantic situation but it wasn't and and bernie set him straight on that and they've mm -hmm. continued to work together like forever okay yeah they have they have the chemistry yes they do absolutely so let's give a background before we go to top five hit songs of sir alton john let's uh, give a background about him it says Alton John is a British singer, pianist, and composer, commonly uh, nicknamed the Rocket Man. What's that Rocket Man all about? It's a song that he did on which album was it now? Um, it was one of his early ones. He said the same name of the album, Rocket yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think it was on. No, it was on Honky Tonk Chateau is is what the name of the oh. album was. That was maybe the, his single that he did or a, an, a three song release. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it came off Honky Tonk Chateau or Honky Chateau, which was an incredible album. Okay. And I think it was a little ahead of its time, but it was a very early album. It was from 72 okay it says john has led commercially successful career as a solo artist since the 1970s having released 31 albums since 1969. yep collaborating with the lyricist bernie toppin since 1967. Mm -hmm. wow john is a by critics and musician particularly for his work during the 1970s and his lasting impact on the music industry. I really I really get the feeling that Bernie Toppin doesn't get enough credit for what goes on there, you know? Because I'm a writer as well, and it's really, it, there's dry spells, and, and Elton, he just never seemed to let Elton down. But then again, Elton is a writer as well, but of music. He's a composer, so... So do you think Halton need more credit? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. But 
probably because of phenomenal voice. <laughs> you know, when somebody will go here, I bought a birthday cake. Let's put our, like, let's sign a card and give it to somebody. Well, the person who delivers it is always going to get all the attention. Yes. <laughs> and yes. The, oh, thank you so much. Not the person who actually went out and did it in the first place, you know. Mm-hmm. But, sure. but Elton is very good at, at spreading the love around with him. He, he mentions him constantly, so. Okay, let's go to at number five. Top five hit songs of Sir Alden John, according to Miss Angie. According to me. All right, I would have to say the first song would be um, Leave On. Leave On? Yeah. Why at number five? Because there's 75 of them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm picking ones that really, I really enjoy playing and can really understand a lot better since I've, I've learned that art, you know what I mean? And so I listen to it a lot more and it makes a lot more sense to me than when I was younger. So, so what can you say about this? Uh, This song is a very, this song song is well, it's a slower song. I can tell you all about the chord changes, but I'm pretty sure nobody cares about that. Um, it's, it's supposedly a story about a man who lived in the same neighborhood. And yes. Bernie, I think. Yeah, it was Bernie. And that he had a son who became a great deal of trouble. Because his father just expected the very, very most of them all the time. And the kid just wanted his father to disappear. Because oh. his father was a rich man who just wanted to stay that way. He didn't want anybody embarrassing him. You know, he didn't want any family making him look bad instead of being there for his children. Oh, that's interesting. Eh? Yeah. So it says it was recorded on February 27, 1971, mm-hmm. and it was released on John's 1971 album, What a Man Across the Water. Mm-hmm. So what else you can say a uh, song, Live On, by Sir Elton John? Well, you kind of nailed me on that one. I can make stuff. <laughs> uh, that's all I really know about, except that it's a slower one, and it has... The um, no, well, you might care. People might care, but the ending goes on for far too long. Oh wow! Uh, for real? <laughs> yeah, I think I just leave it at the information I gave you on leave on. That might be it. Oh, okay. At number five, leave on. At number four, um, there's a song called Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy. And it's from this album of the same name. And I think it was released in 74. Um, I'm hoping that that's correct. Let me see. Give me a sec. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. It is, uh, it's just, a, it's a country song because he's so versatile. Elton John can, yes. he, he's He's always been interested in the pop genre, the blues, big time blues. He's wiggled his way in and successfully recorded number one hits in the country sort of vein. He's got, but he's very much a blues um, 
influenced yeah and piano player so do you think elton john can um find blues pop and uh jazz yeah you know he's not a real elton john seems to be a guy who is really straightforward about how he feels about different genres and um other artists as well because yeah there's a couple i remember him saying on like oprah or something that were like kind of ooh that was a slap in the face <laughs> madonna you know or to some other new artist um but he was never much into the jazz thing at all he has worked with like he liked rhythm and blues a great deal and he worked with country and he was it was all popular music that he was whatever was kind of going yes and most musicians and and great artists as elton john is because he is sold hundreds of millions of albums like that's an unbelievable amount <laughs> unbelievable amount it's prolific as you said oh so very very prolific yes so let's uh, let's give a little bit information about captain fantastic and the brown dirt cowboy is that the one right yeah that's the one now this song is basically about um him and bernie toppin it's sort of explaining how they come together and it says uh from the top of my head captain fantastic brown dirt cowboy raised and regimented hardly a hero just someone his mother might know raised on the city in cornflakes and classes and wow. uh, and it goes on that's about bernie toppin and then he talks a little bit about the brown dirt cowboy you know what i mean or yeah the brown dirt cowboy and he sort of explains his life as well so it's about a meeting of the minds when it came to music oh that'd be interesting and it's it's got the typical it's almost got a paul mccartney beatles type of concept to it where I, I don't know if you remember Paul McCartney before he separated from the Beatles. They did this thing where they would change the song sort of in the middle to almost like another song. And then Paul McCartney, that was Paul's idea. And this is what Elton does every once in a while. It'll go on like it's a certain beat and then it picks up and kind of goes a little, a little high energy. And then it, at the end it slows back down again so i really like how refreshing that is oh that's <laughs> awesome it says it was released in may 1975 by the mca records oh in okay. yes. yeah only about by a year so mm -hmm. and dgma in the uk and it was an instant commercial success mm -hmm. wow is certified gold before its release and reached number one in the first week of release on the U.S. Billboard 200 and the first ever album to achieve both honors. It sold 1.4 million copies within four days of release. Imagine. That's crazy. Yes, crazy, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> God, I tried to sell Amway for a while. <laughs> I didn't sell five either. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> it just says, uh, 
So how many copies? 1.4 million copies within four days of release. That's insane. Okay. That's really crazy. Well, at number four, Captain Fantastic and the Browned Cowboy. Mm -hmm. At number three. Oh, now this one is called Gray Seal. Gray Seal? Yeah, Gray Seal. And it is from, I'm pretty sure it's from the same album. With Captain the same album. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Crazy Seal, like that, Crazy Seal. That or from Caribou. Okay. Maybe you can tell me. Alton John's lyricist, Bernie Toppen, spammed a lot of listeners with his songs. While Toppen has sensible explanation for the tiny dancer and live on. Mm -hmm. This was a gray seal is a bit of mystery even to him. Toppen has said that it's one of the songs he wrote with lyrics he never really understood. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? I gotta, I gotta agree with him because it, I don't know what Grace Hill's about, but the music is fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> uh, but somehow work, as I said. As for Elton, the song is one of his favorite. As loves the way the music matches up to the lyrics. In tradition of of, uh, of a wider shade of pale. The lyrics from the series of images that are open to translation. Alton called Proco. So why do you like this uh, song of Elton John? Well, I, as I was learning piano, and I, of course I get a little cocky about it. Others mm. come up and go, oh, we heard you playing, or I heard you, you know, how's your piano playing going? Can you play me something? And I go, of course, because I tend to think I can. I go, yeah. sure, I can play that. And I thought I'd played every Elton John song because there's so many. And she said, <laughs> I love that song, Gray Seal. And I went, oh, I've seen that and I've listened to it a million times. But it never occurred to me to start playing it on piano because it's really hard. And that's why I like it is because I sat down and I guess I was in good form that night and I pulled it off. And it is a really hard song to play. I really think that there should somebody out there should listen to this song because it's a fabulous song. And it again has a great deal of changes, which shows such diversity and and ability to like I have no concept as to how it is, I guess, as a new piano player so far. Um, to be able to change notes and and move things so that they match, you know what I mean? Yes. And so if you compare Gray Seal to Livon, what's the big difference? Oh, Gray Seal is very high energy. Okay. But it gives you a real serious idea, you know, like real serious concept behind it. And and thank God Bernie said himself he didn't know what he was saying because I don't know what they're talking about in that song, but I don't care because the music is so fabulous. Oh. Vocals are unbelievable, so. It's like phenomenal love. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> you know, the, vo uh, the voice of Elton John is like, ah, oh, 
it's it's really different compared to other singer, right? Oh yeah, he's got his own thing going. He know it's almost like he knows how to um, put himself in whatever story it is that Bernie has written. You know, mm -hmm. like he gets to be a character in it, and he always plays it brilliantly. True. At number three, Gray Seal. At number two. All right. Well, this one is yet again another song that didn't... I mean, they're in the 75. All of my songs are in the 75. 75. Oh, wow. In the top 75. Like, that's pretty bad. It's like when you got a top 10 million songs, <laughs> then you know the guy's got some money and that he knows what he's doing. But this one, I have been practicing for a year and a half to get it absolutely right. And I can't even explain to you how how I can't explain to you that the way that it goes. It's almost like a classical piece and it's called Better Off Dead. And oh. it's I'm pretty sure it comes off of oh I'm pretty sure it comes off of mm, Yellow Brick Road. I know uh -huh. I know this, but there's so many albums and I get them so twisted around. Hang on, Daniel, Daniel, give me a second. I really want to know what this is. Okay. Better off dead. Better off dead, yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm to have already. Album Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy 2. This is the album. Is that where it's from? Yes. Because I owned all these albums. Oh, that's awesome. Uh... Is Canadian? No, no. Yeah, good because this is stupid. It's saying it was a Canadian band. Yeah, because the internet's idiots. So okay, okay. So it was off Brown Dirt Cowboy, and, and I've still got that CD. I listen to it all the time. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Oh, yeah. It's it's a, it's from the album. Uh, Captain Fantastic. Can you say about these songs of Elton John? It is about, oh man, it is about back in the old days being, I think it's it's about being like a scoundrel or a pirate. Okay. And on the seas. And it was about whether they could survive or not. And it's very interesting and very up-tempo and incredibly hard to play and um you mean the piano yeah okay no yeah my record player plays fine it'll be good on there or my cd player either one but no it, to play it on piano is it's all about timing and it's like a really weird timing oh. um, and this is what makes it almost like a like a uh, mid-century like a victorian sound to it it doesn't even have it's not a modern sounding song but it is a brilliant song okay so if you compare this better out dead to gray sale which is better i mean oh. in terms of lyrics in terms of the music if you're gonna if you want to get up and party and dance yes definitely gray seal Okay. 
But if you want to, I'm a big classical music fan. I'm big into Chopin and Mozart and and Bell and you know, like I listen to a lot of that. And this sort of jumps in there. That sort of throws itself. Oh, okay. in there, and so that is more of a genre than it. Like Better Off Dead is more that genre, whereas Gray Seal is like it's got a good good dance beat to it. Mm, it yes. gets kind of crazy in there, you know? Yes. Yeah. Whereas Better Off Dead is just sort of do 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 do. It's more like a march. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I want to read some of the lyrics of the song. Away in the distance, there's a blue flashing light. Someone's in trouble somewhere tonight. Oh, okay. At number two, Better Off Dead. Yeah. At number one. Oh, right now, this has got to be, and I think it's anybody who is an Elton John fan who, or who has heard, like, a plethora of his music will know this song. It's called Love Lies Bleeding. It's Love Lies Bleeding, and um, what's the first part of it? Okay, you're going to have to edit this because I know it every goddamn time I listen to it. And... Okay. Yeah, funeral for a friend slash love lies bleeding. What it's what unbelievable song? What what genre of song of this? Is it like a uh, pop, uh, jazz or blues? Okay, remember back when they were in the courts, like in, back in the like sixteen hundreds and the seventeen hundreds, and there was the British royalty you know with the wigs and everything the first part is like that the second uh, part okay. kicks into some okay yes rock and roll oh that's awesome and it's about nine or ten minutes long i think funeral for a friend love lies bleeding medley two songs written by english musician elton john and songwriter bernie Topin and performed by John, of course. It has opening track of the 1973 double album, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Which is the concert that he's playing. To, uh, here in Vancouver. Yes. Oh, that'd be awesome. The first part, Funeral for a Friend, is an instrumental created by John. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it makes perfect sense. It does. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So Andy, why you love this song of Elton John? Why it's on your number one? Okay, now Elton John has so much talent. You know, he was in when he was um eleven years old, he won a scholarship to the Royal Academy of Music in England. Okay. And I mean you're eleven and the kid could he watched a piano teacher play something when his parents sent him because he wanted a piano, wanted a piano, but his parents did not get along well. And the mother said she would get him one. And the grandmother said she'd get him one. And the father said, absolutely not. You will not. So he went, his mother went and, and said, can you listen to my son and see if it would be worth me, you know, getting in trouble for getting him this. And he, Elton went in his real name, by the way, is Reginald Kenneth Dwight. Of Elton John. Yes. 
Not John. He changed his name because there was a guy in his band who had a really cool name. He thought Elton was the coolest name ever. And so he wanted to change it because he didn't like Reginald because he were, it reminded him of his father screaming at him for him to go get the belt. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he changed <laughs> it to that. And then he put Hercules as his second name. Oh, yes. Hercules. Yes. And? That's so silly, but that's boys for you. Anyway. And uh, yeah. Anyway, so he went in and the teacher said, said Reginald. I'm going to play this now. It will be way out of your range. You mm. won't be able to do this yet, but I'd like to see if you can try to mimic it. Because he'd never owned a piano, right? He yes. just played on the school one of that. And she played a piece by Chopin. And he sat down and did it exactly the same as she did. Wow. And yes. they said, oh, this is... Uh, talented guy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a, a like a protege. You know what I mean? Like he was, he's a guaranteed a musical genius, and because he has what is called perfect pitch, which is you can name. I was once accused of that, and then I proved it wrong. <laughs> um, it means that when you hear a note, if somebody says play a G. Yes. You, you just know it. You can either hum it or just hit it. Like, or without looking at, at where the keys are. Like I can, if you told me to play like a G major seventh, that'd be easy because I know exactly where all the notes are. But to hum it or for me to be able to pick it out as that if I hear it is a mm. really difficult thing. And at the age of 11, he had already mastered that skill. That's really talented. I want to add that the genre of music that he's playing is rock, pop rock, glam rock. What is glam rock? They call it glam rock, but you know what? I don't believe that that's what Elton was doing. He was do putting out real music. Glam rock is is the guys who wear the sparkly lipstick and they're all bouncing up and down with their big hair and, you know, in the crazy costumes. Elton was always flamboyant yeah. in his costumes because he was really... He had the same stylistic showmanship, I'd say, as Elvis Presley or Liberace. Okay, he wanted to make sure people were paying attention, which is a fabulous concept as an inter like as an entertainer. But he, it wasn't a lot of glam rock can be very cheap, sort of, and just showy, you know. But but he is a serious musician and very serious <laughs> he knows what he's doing man i have yet to consider anybody in this day and age in this generation that can outdo him yes just inform to our listeners that uh john was inducted into rock and roll hall of fame in, oh. his, first, in his first year of eligibility in 1994 he and Topin had already been inducted into the Songwriter of Hall of Fame in 1992. John was appointed commander of the Order of the British Empire in 1995. For his charitable work, he was knighted by the Queen Elizabeth II on February 24, 1998. Wow. Mm -hmm. What an achievement, right? Oh, oh, you want to talk about achievements. Oh, my God. Anybody who's ever heard of Elton John has heard of the
the uh, Candle in the Wind song that the Queen had him play when Diana died. Yes. He rewrote the words for her. Like he, he redid it because it was his song. And um, that has sold like 33 million copies, I think. Yes. But if you want to hear about some of his accomplishments, he has seven consecutive number one U.S. albums. Albums, not just songs. 58 Billboard Top 40 singles. 27 Top 10. Four Number 2 and mine Number 1 songs. 31 consecutive years, an example, from 1970 to 19, or 2020, he had at least one song in the Billboard Hot 100, like, every six months. Oh, he, wow. Oh, yeah. And he has uh, 50 top 40 hits that um, he's done the tribute. He's been a bestseller in the UK and U.S., He's done screen scores, like movie scores, that have won him huge awards. That guy's just, he's ridiculously good. Definitely. (laughs) I'm not that thrilled with, like, a lot of the stuff that he had. Because airplay, radio play, tends to beat things to death. Um, You know, like, as you might know. There's some artists that are very good, but they play their songs constantly and it wears them out. And so people tend to go, oh, I can't hear that song one more time. But in the earlier days when he first started, that wasn't really the case because they weren't just picking on. They play somebody who is worthy of being heard or because they had requests. Whereas now I know as being a DJ that you set up your set list and you have so much content from the States and from Canada and wherever. And so you tend to play the same thing a lot over and over because that's what is sort of expected of you. And the record companies also uh, throw in, you might say, um, to pay the station for you to play their stuff. So, and it wasn't, it wasn't like that when he started out so much. True. It's really talented singer he is so if you compare uh, elton john to other singer that uh, compare elton john to other singer right he, now um what i would do is i would compare him to i wouldn't compare him as a singer because i don't see him as just a singer i never really did i see him as a musician who sings because sure. he, he is an amazing piano player like amazing amazing true yeah and he can any anybody who can i can't walk into gum but he can play all this incredibly tricky stuff and pull it off not a problem as your average human being person that is quite quite an accomplishment you know and i think he's worth a listen to that's for sure yes one of a kind right yes now this is his his uh his tour that we're going to see it'll be on the 22nd of october yeah vancouver at bc place um is his this is his retirement tour and i know everybody always share retired like four times so did the librarian at my high school but whatever um 
he's doing it because he has a husband and two kids and he says he's going to continue to write scores for movies and Broadway and him and Bernie are going to continue to work together, but that he wants to spend time at home because he says he's 75, which is what he is. And he yes. says he's getting fat and he's too tired, <laughs> too tired to travel. He said, so yeah. <laughs> how old is Elton John? 75. He was born in 47 on March 25th. Oh, Aries. Yes, Aries. Oh, is he strong? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to do the recap of Miss Angie, top five hit songs of Elton John. At number five, Live On. Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy at number four. Grayzill at number three. Better of Dad at number two. And at number one, Love Lies Splitting. So what else you can say about Sir Elton John, Miss Andy? Well, as I was saying before, there was a list that I, I researched about his top 10. Well, there is, there is a top 10, but you've got to take it away from the top 75. So, you know, yeah. that leaves you 65, I guess. But um, I'd like to throw out there what they are, because if anybody, I'm one of these people who listens to the B side of stuff once I've gotten tired of the, the hits, right? Yes. And so if you don't mind, I'd like to run down quickly the, the universal agreement of what his top 10 songs are. Definitely. Go ahead. Okay, at number 10, it's The Bitches Back. And that comes from the album Caribou, which I had at 13 or 14. Um, the second or the ninth song is Take Me to the Pilot. Okay. Um, number eight is Philadelphia Freedom. These okay. are all songs that have been big hits for him. Big hits, like all oh, the number one chart on Billboard. Yes. Chart. Yeah, big, 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 big. Um, then seven, I'm sure you've heard of Benny and the Jets. Yes. You know, my, my husband used to think it was Betty and the Jens. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a musician, so maybe don't go see his band. Betty and the Jens. That's hilarious. That's pretty pathetic, if you ask me. Anyways. Um, number six is I'm Still Standing, which was the song that he wrote after he went through rehab for being an alcoholic and a drug abuser. Okay. Well, how, how old is he then? He was uh, in his 40s. At that time? At that time, yeah. And he had quite a problem. He was having to cancel shows and... And having a lot of issues, I fame hit him really fast, you know, because he didn't come from a great deal of money. And he hit it when he hit it, he just went like wildfire. So he had to deal with it. And then he took some time off and wrote that song. Okay. okay. So number five is, which is a great song to play on piano, and it can be more difficult than you'd think, is Tiny Dancers. Oh, wow. That's a good music. Yeah, that's a great song. 
Um, number four, and I love this song too, but I didn't know where to put it in the list, which is Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Mm -hmm. That's, I think it's well known more. Yeah. More. And that was actually, that song is, um, that one and the next one have a great deal to do with the relationship that he was in um, before he came out. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay. Because he was married to this this woman named Renault, I believe. And he was married to her for four years, but he did it for, um, because he didn't know how to come out. And it was, I mean, David Bowie and those guys were all going, I'm bisexual, but Elton was not, he didn't know exactly how to go about this. Oh. So he married his best friend. And I guess that they're still really good friends. Oh, okay. That's interesting. And that's what, and then, so number three is Someone Saved My Life Tonight, which is that uh, I believe the story is, is that Bernie came to him and said, you have to be who you are. You have to get out of this marriage because she's not getting what she needs. She needs her relationship and so do you. And yes. so you have to, you've got to escape this and do what you have to do. And so he did. Oh, okay. Okay, so that was number three. Now, number two is your song. Okay. And number one is, yet again, Funeral for a Friend slash Love Lies Bleeding. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's the winner for yep, Miss Andre. So after you watch the concert, we're going to review again what are the songs that you sing in the concert and tell us about it. What we're going to see in the concert, it's going to be the Yellow Goodbye Yellow Brick Road concert, which is going to be like the best thing ever because that was his best album. Yes. In my opinion, next to, well, because, no, I can't even say next to because I loved all of them, and I've got about 15 of them, so it's hard to say. But it really is. Yellow Brick Road, I think, sold the most copies, like, than anybody ever. <laughs> Worldwide. Yeah. World. <laughs> yeah. So, in one word, what can you say about Sir Elton John? He's He has a good sense of humor. He doesn't, he doesn't mince words he says what he believes he knows the music business really well um by kind of getting beaten through it you know what i mean like he had he had all all the rocky roads that he had to follow to get where he wanted to be and he will not sugarcoat anything if he doesn't like he's not a fan of madonna whatsoever and he will let anybody know what that is he, he even wrote a song about her called dirty little girl really and you should hear it because it's a fabulous song it's about, we have to scrub her clean because she just never takes a bath because and her brain is weird like like any he can be kind of vicious that way but he also has a great sense of humor. Um, he said once on Oprah that he he reminded himself of a, a, a Charlie Brown Christmas tree that some child had decorated, he said, because he wasn't very well hung. <laughs> 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 Which I thought was hilarious. 
Um, hilarious. <laughs> but, but he's a big advocate for a lot of things, like an awful lot of things. Like he he works for the HIV, all Lots all of their programs, um, all of the LGBTQ, Lots of charities. Yeah, all that stuff. He works for. He'll do all sorts of stuff for overseas, the combat and the. Oh, he's won Tony Awards too. Tony um, Awards. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Remember, he wrote the Lion King music, all the music for the Lion King. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's called Best Achievement in Music Written for Motion Pictures. Original song. And that was in two, two, 1995 was Golden Globe's Best Music Original Song. Rocket Man won in 19, uh, 2019. Um, he's won Tony Awards. He's received Brit Awards, Brit Icon Awards. Oh my God! Like he's in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. He's Commander of Order of the British Empire. A lot. <laughs> made Knight Bachelor of Queen Elizabeth II. He has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Lots of achievements. Oh yeah. Okay, Miss Anjay, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening to me babble. More to come, people. See you soon.